I think it's a historical thing. We've always been attracted to stories, and you know, it goes back thousands of years when we're sitting around the campfire and as a family and with with your friends and your, your caveman buddies and chatting about stories. I suppose so. It's in our blood. I think it's in our DNA. Hello and welcome to episode 76 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that delivers practical insights to help you unlock your brand story and supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Veal, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Here at Narrative Marketing, we are passionate about the power of telling stories to help us learn and connect and also to build business relationships that drive sales. This week's episode was recorded live at the Flurio Film Festival, a grassroots festival built to support filmmakers that celebrates the beauty and diversity of the Flurio region. Speaking to some of the event organisers and participants, we delve into the power of video storytelling. Video is a medium that we are very passionate about here at Narrative Marketing and our chief videographer, Chris Warman, is also the technical director and curator of the Flurio Film Festival. Now in its third year, the festival has grown to 600 plus attendees from just 200 in its first year. It's a fantastic way to showcase homegrown talent and it also attracts both interstate and international submissions. In today's episode of Be The Drop, we discuss the highs and lows of filmmaking, the evolution of video storytelling and our very own Chris reveals a top insight into short film character development. This is Be The Drop, live from the Flurio Film Festival. To deliver you with even more value from this podcast episode, we have created a Facebook group called Brand Storytelling Superheroes. Join the group today to access a range of our free resources to help you build success in your business. Uh, Alison, thank you so much for joining me here at the Flurio Film Festival. Yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? It is exciting. exciting. There's a big crowd and we can see them starting to come yep, in. Yeah, Every year it's growing. You know, how does that make you feel? We're really um, excited for the filmmakers that they have a venue, that sponsors come on board regularly and that, um, you know, we're just going each year from strength to strength. So what, what should people expect coming along to the festival? I think they can expect to see some really young um filmmakers who are going to go places uh, because we've got a new award inspirational youth filmmaker under 24 one of the young films which won't be screened tonight that'll be at Yankalilla tomorrow night is only 14 and made it on a phone thank you so much for your time Alison thank go and you. enjoy thank you well so done. much here we are at the Flurio Film F- Festival with Lyndall thank you so much for joining thank me thank you it's pretty hot a little bit warmer than last year. Last year's was a little bit cold, but yeah. um, I think it'll be really good because it'll mean more people will be here and they'll be wanting to stay and, you know, I mean, 600-odd people. It's good. It's and, amazing. And you're going to get up there and MC tonight's I, event? I am. I'm a little bit nervous because this is the first time we've had, like, 600 because the first year was 200, the second year was 350, so amazing to be able to get yeah. to these numbers this year. So each year it's growing and, you know, more and more people submitting films. Yeah. And in the industry we're just seeing, you know, in marketing and communication, more and more video content. Oh so, like, why do you think that is? Um, I think it's a really good way to tell stories and having that interaction. You know, you, you can read a written word, but if you see the emotion on the screen, 
that's like a whole nother level and and they're, they're the sort of stories that I love telling is ones that mean something to someone you know you can shoot a pretty picture but if you don't have a story then it's you're not going to sell it no. so and what will people expect coming along to the festival um like a really fun night like really good vibes we've got bands this year which is amazing you know we've got a lot more food bands um which I think is a really cool thing because you're not just reliant on one type of food you know if you love Mexican if you love whatever we've got you know plenty of other stuff and it's it's just a really good fun night yeah and how important do you think is it for up-and-coming filmmakers to have this opportunity to showcase their work well the reason I got on, on board was because we didn't have an outlet like South Australia we didn't really have that big outlet where we could showcase our, our works and you know I mean it's all well and good putting it on YouTube but to actually have something like this is just, it's a pretty special event. So, mm. yeah. And how important is it, do you think, for the filmmakers to be here and see an audience reacting to their content? Do you know what? I love watching someone else watch some of my work and seeing what they're, you know, when they smile, they laugh and they cry and you just, then you feel like you've actually done something right. You actually have engaged with them. And I think for a filmmaker, why, why wouldn't you want to be somewhere like this? Oh, fantastic. I think that's a great way to finish. Thank you so much. Thank you. David, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. So you have a long history with the Flurio Film Festival. Well, long in its short history. That's true, yes. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, so the, the first one was at uh, Penny's Hill Winery, which is actually my family's uh, business. So that was a cool event. It was the first one that I kicked off and did really well. And uh, last year I was a judge on the panel as well, so I got to... Uh, see all the films and judge them before everyone got to see them so yeah it was, it was really cool this year is slightly different because you've got a film yeah tell us a little bit about your film uh so the film Healy is basically um my dad has this story about his austin Healy 100s which is a very rare car um he saw the car when he was 10 years old in Wollonga, so not far from here and he fell in love with it and um after years of looking for it, he was able to buy it uh, 43 years later, <laughs> and he's still got the car now. So, so why why is it that you think film is such a powerful vehicle for telling stories? I think it's a historical thing. We've always been attracted to stories, and you know, it goes back thousands of years when you're sitting around the campfire and as a family with with your friends and your, your caveman buddies and chatting about stories. I suppose so. It's in our blood, I think. It's in our DNA to, yeah. to be into them, yeah. 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 And so, you know, for you, what's the passion behind? Because there's a lot of work, you know, there a lot is. of equipment, a lot of time, a lot of money. Yeah. You know, what is it that personally drives you? I'm kind of a technical guy, so I love the whole process of the photography and the lensing and the editing and, and working with that. And you get a real buzz out of it when you finish something and you kind of, when you finish an edit and you go back the next day and look at it and it's... It kind of sometimes it surprises me what you can do with with the medium and I, I suppose it's addictive you get addicted to it somehow so what do you think is important about having a film festival bringing it to McLaren Vale having it in this area obviously your local your family yeah. history is here what does that do for the community and then also for the people that come um, I think this festival is really important in the way that many film festivals are extremely hard to get into they're you know the big ones are impossible to crack for people who are starting out so a festival like this is perfect for people who want to make a short film something that doesn't necessarily cost a lot of money um, there's a lot of locations locally beautiful spots to film at that kind of thing um, so 
in that respect, yeah, I think it's important for people starting out in the industry. It's very accessible. They can they can make something fit with the subject and get it in here and get it in front of you know a few hundred people who wants to see it and that's a real buzz for someone who's starting out I think and and for the locals they get to see some films that are made in the area so mm. that's cool. Well and I mean and look at this setting it's a yeah. glorious night the it's heat's perfect, just yeah. t- t- dropping out. Yeah yeah absolutely. It's really good. Yeah. All right so what's your top tip for getting the most out of a film festival? Just enjoy it yeah. have a glass of wine and some food and hang out. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Thank you so much, David, and good right, luck. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very thank much. You. All right, well, I'm here with Mark and Kelly, and they're going to tell us a bit about why they're so excited to be at the festival. <laughs> well, it's great weather, amazing atmosphere, good food and wine, uh, and the films should be awesome as well. Right. What about you, Mark? Uh, I was here last year and had a really good time, and uh, some friends of mine have set this up, and last year there were lots of ducks and geese, and now there's ducks and geese and a floating dragon in the in the middle thing. And this is where you would cut away to the dragon. <laughs> I like short films especially. It gives me ideas about short films I can make myself. And uh, I'm always on the eye, the hunt for uh, what people are looking for short film wise. So I can make something that's catered to my audience. Right. And so what's your top tip for enjoying a film festival? Uh, at a winery, have a couple of wines. Well, Chris, it's exciting to be joining you here at the Florio Film Festival. I know, it's very exciting. I'm not usually on this side of the camera. I know. So tell me, you know, you're normally behind the lens. What else are you doing for the Florio Film Festival? How well, do you get to this point? Okay, well, throughout the year, I'm the curator and artist, filmmaker, liaison person. So I collect the films, make sure everyone's ready to go, and then I send the films to the judges. And then on a night like tonight, I'm doing a bit of filming and also I'm the technical director. So when the films start rolling, I'm meant to be in the special tent. So obviously film is a passion of yours. You live, breathe, work, eat, film. Yes. (laughs) Why? Why? Uh, Well, I mean, when I was young, probably like eight or nine, I got given a stills camera that could sequence still shots into animations and I used to play with my toys and all that sort of business and then I used to get hand-me-downs from my uncle who was a director in Sydney at the time and uh, he used to give me like the the prosumer level cameras and I used to make little films with my friends at school and then uh, it developed into more of a passion and then I took it to MAPS Film School which is a local film school in Adelaide and sort of nurtured my talent through practical filmmaking and uh, and so I met Alison, who's the director of the film festival, through the film school also. And then one day, three years ago, she came up to me and said, I'm thinking of making a film festival. Do you want to help me out? And I said, yeah. Sure. And did you know how much work then it was going to be? No, no, no. <laughs> and why is it so important that a film festival like this does happen? Great. So in the region, it's really good because people don't... I don't think there's any other film festivals in this sort of... in the Flurio region... Uh, also the value add of wine, food, lots of people around, you know, we've got some uh, local pollies, we've got, and then the filmmakers can mingle with the audience if they wish to do so as well. Uh, it's really good for the area so that it sort of nurtures that culture of filmmaking because the Flurio is really picturesque. It goes from desert landscapes to forest landscapes to coastal landscapes in 20 minute drive. You could make a film set on Mars and a film set on 
some fictional weird jungle planet in <laughs> the space of two days, you know? Yeah. It's great. And for, for new filmmakers, like what sort of what does it feel like to, you know, produce a film and get it shown in front of an audience? I think they're expecting six hundred people tonight. We we started out as having a film festival that could nurture young up and coming filmmakers because short films sort of they shouldn't have, but they became elitist in trop fest sort of fields. And we wanted to have something that was locally Adelaide and could accept and sort of show off the best that Adelaide and the Flurio's got to offer in filmmaking talent. And there's a lot in there that normally wouldn't have gotten showcased on a national level. So what advice would you give to an up and coming filmmaker or someone who's interested in making films, you know, about how to get create a film for a festival like this? People seem to respond really well on screen to films that involve children it's a bit of an unusual one that people don't I don't think I've heard people talk about it before but sort of showing the desires of a character on screen is like how to create drama you know one character wants one thing and the other character wants another and they cross over and they can't come to an agreement so there's drama but with a child an audience like this tonight can extrapolate within a short film period of time like a two to eight minutes what like you can you can kind of imagine what a kid would want but if it was a middle-aged man or a or an old man, you sort of you've got to explain a bit more visually about who they are and what they've been through in life. Whereas, That's really cool. So it's this simplistic for, yeah. innocence of a child. Yeah, exactly. Mm. All right, that's some good insider advice. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Good to be here with you, Sam. The Fluoro Film Festival. This is your first time entering. Yeah, it is. So um, I was at Maps this year actually, yeah. and um, the theme of fire came up, and I knew that I wanted to make a piece for it. So yeah. Yeah, yeah great. So first time entry and straight to a finalist. How does that feel? Oh, amazing. Um, me and my crew were both all just shocked that we got in. It's a huge honour, and. Um, yeah, lovely to meet all the wonderful people here at Fleurio. Great. So tell me a little bit about your film. Yeah. Okay, so it was originally, I come from a country town called Port Lincoln, South Australia, and a lot of the, they actually have a drug problem there. And so the film kind of came from the inspiration of kids in drug cycles, and I wanted to show a really horrific example of that through, you know, dark times and good acting and just see if it could, you know, show kids that that's not the path. And yeah, so for me it was like, you just got to show the awful side of it, and that's the reality and truth of it. What is it about film? Like, so you've gone to Matt, so obviously it's a medium that really appeals to you. Yeah, yeah. Why? Oh, look at the face, like, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I've been making films for ages, so um, maybe 2012, I'm only 19 at this stage, and um, yeah, it's just a passion that's caught on to me and never let go. I, you know, you live and breathe every second for it, and to be in an environment like that where you're making films full time is such a blessing. So, yeah, to be in this place right here is amazing and I'd just love to keep doing it. Yeah. yeah, sensational. So, and what was the experience like going through the process of submitting your first film? Incredibly difficult because of the scale we'd actually planned to do it at. Um, you know, with that much planning and that doesn't usually go on a map, so it was, we all pushed super, super hard, so yeah, it was an awesome feeling to get into the festival. Yeah, great. And how important do you think it is to, you know, as a, you know, you've just come through, recent graduate. How important it is to participate in this sort of stuff? Oh, like hugely to us. Just for us to even be recognised on a scale that we just wouldn't even believe back in the day. So, you know, to see ourselves up here with all these talented people is just absolutely incredible and, yeah, just enjoying the opportunity. Yeah, great. And so what, what is your expectation for the night? What are you hoping to get out of it? Oh, I'm glad I got hit. <laughs> yeah, I just... Absolutely happy to be here, to be honest, like yeah. just stoked and want to meet all the people here, 
say, yeah, if we can work together one day, because I'm just, I know all the talented people that are here, and it's a true honour, honestly. Yeah. And so what, you know, then what next for you? Where do you hope film will take you? Uh, for me, the, like, the main goal is to be a feature director at the end of my career, but in the meantime, it's all about, for me, learning and building that network to the point where I can get to that goal. And look, that process for me has been absolutely so much fun along the way and I can't wait to do it. Yeah, and video has become such a, a major part of yeah. mainstream communication now, you know, across devices, you know, on the social platforms, we're seeing so much more video content. Why is it that you think that we're seeing more of that? Uh, look, it's for me the online community about building and creating and you see all these people that you love and admire grow up with it. And it's so easy nowadays at the touch of a button to learn the skill set of filmmaking, which it hadn't been in the past. So the tools are all there for us. You know, people can make films on their phone nowadays. It's absolutely amazing. And I think that it's a medium that's really going to take over the world eventually. So it's beautiful to see it start to happen now while I'm starting filmmaking. Yeah, just yeah. right at the right time. Absolutely. And so you, you, know, you said you started two, 2012 making films. Mm. Like, how are you doing that? How did you start? I got a GoPro for Christmas, actually, and I was just making like travelish kind of videos where I'd hang out with my friends and I just fell in love with the process and then eventually got into the cinema and the craft and it's never stopped and I just want to continue doing that so yeah. And so yourself do you distribute your content through any channels? No, no, see I'm actually conscious about that, that's my least favourite bit actually. <laughs> so this is going to be very nerve wracking tonight because people are going to watch my film but um yeah, no. I suppose uh, that's the purpose. You make the film for people to watch it, or not uh, necessarily. It's because we love it. That's for me. But um, yeah, I, that's part of my career. I think I've got to get used to it next. Um, but yeah, for people to see it now and see the reaction, it will be awesome. Just the scale. I uh, know. I love that it's going on in SA. That's oh, very important. Great. Well, good luck, Sam, and thanks for chatting. Thank you so much. Cheers. Great. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time.